Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, Clay, the two big stories coming out of yesterday are the Chiefs getting past the Saints, Drew Brees coming back. He started out really slow, then started to play a little bit better uh, down the stretch, but the Chiefs win again, and the Jets win, and maybe by proxy, lost. Yeah, two different sides of the equation there. First of all, I think, if anything, we are underrating the Chiefs' level of dominance, right? I mean, because... They are 22-1 and one in their last 23 football games. That's unbelievable, right? When you think about all the teams that are trying to make statements like the Raiders did in their one win of, hey, we're as good as the Chiefs, we can run with them, we can compete with them at a high level, and the fact that nobody has been able to do that, even with them defending a Super Bowl title, to go, I believe I'm correct, 22-1, and one, in their last 23, is one of the most incredible accomplishments out there. I mean, I am just blown away by it. And I'm also blown away by the fact that the Jets, who were set up already to be able to draft Trevor Lawrence, who was projected to be as good of a quarterback coming into the draft as we have seen in a long time, Andrew Luck-like in terms of his size, strength, athleticism, And instead, they managed to beat the Rams, who for the West Coast waking up with us right now, I find stunning because the Rams had been playing so well. They looked like they were going to win the NFC West. They had been so phenomenal. And now we're end up in this situation where if you're waking up this morning and you're a Jags fan, if you're in the Jacksonville area, 
this is going to be the greatest season that you've gone one in fifteen in forever because they've had all that tumult and uncertainty at the quarterback position down in Jacksonville. And if Trevor Lawrence is as good as we anticipate that he is going to be, then suddenly their franchise basically won the lottery and they're going to be able to have a tremendous amount of excitement going into the spring and the possibility of Trevor Lawrence, who's, by the way, just up the road in Clemson. So Jacksonville, which struggles to have a lot of fans. Remember, everybody talked about Tim Tebow potentially being drafted just so they could sell tickets. Now, all of a sudden, just up the road a little bit, a uh, kid who's from Georgia, but is just up the road in uh, in Clemson, South Carolina, to be able to come down and watch him play in Jacksonville, I would think there'd be a tremendous amount of people who would want to do that. And it puts Jacksonville on the map because there's going to be so much interest in Trevor Lawrence. So I'm blown away by two different storylines in the NFL from yesterday. 22-1 and one for the Chiefs. They do it yet again, go on the road. They're rolling towards the number one overall seed in the AFC, and I think rolling towards a back-to-back Super Bowl championship potentially because I think they're the most reliable team out there. And then the most unreliable team out there, the Jets, suddenly won a game where they're losing more than they are by winning it. Do you feel better or worse about the Chiefs continually to continually winning close games? I know a lot of times in the playoffs you're not blowing teams out, but now the last six have been one-score affairs for the Chiefs. I know it doesn't matter. You don't have style points in the NFL necessarily, but they are kind of – they are they're flying a little bit close to the sun with this defense and asking Mahomes and this offense to continue to just outscore everybody. Yeah, now one thing is they've tended to get up double figures in a lot of those games of late, right? I mean, they came out and they got up 17 nothing, and you had Tyreek Hill doing backflips into the end zone. Right. And then they were up 30-10 to last week against Miami, right. and then Miami scores late. And they were up double digits down the stretch for much of the game against the Saints. Breeze throws a late touchdown pass. Uh, Chiefs get the ball back, and they run out the clock, basically never really giving the Saints an opportunity to come back down again. So... It's not as if the last several weeks they've had to be in a position where they've got the ball and they've got to score. There's a lot of scramble situations that are going on, to be sure. Uh, But I am uh, fairly intrigued in general by, to me, their ability to win, even though it doesn't seem like they have a lot to prove and everybody is coming after them. For instance, we know how good – the uh, New, uh, the New England Patriots were year after year after year, but how bad were they in September? Before they really started to hit their stride in September and October, they typically were not that great, and there were usually games where really vastly inferior teams would every now and then beat them. I think about Matt Patricia and the Detroit Lions just putting a beating on the uh, on the uh, the Patriots, if you remember. Josh McDaniels ago. did it for my Broncos years ago too. Like it's something that would would happen because Brady would always say he even said it this year. Man, the season doesn't start for us until December. Like he's used to that. Right. He's used to that from New England. Through his whole career well i mean and that's the thing there are a lot of teams that are trying to prove their bona fides by being able to beat them right like that's their goal 
And so the fact that the Chiefs, even with that going on, and I think you saw it a little bit from the Raiders, uh, who basically their season peaked when they won in Kansas City, and then they tried to prove it wasn't a fluke, and they, they've fallen apart ever since the Patrick Mahomes came back down the field and scored on them late, the team has never recovered. And so the 22-1 and one is, I'm, I'm not troubled by it. I mean, I think the Chiefs are going to go on and win the Super Bowl. I would, I would bet a substantial sum of money on it right now. I would take the Chiefs over every other team left in the NFL. Uh, but the Chiefs beating the Saints, to me, is a lot less shocking than the Jets beating the Rams, which to me is by far the most shocking result of the NFL season so far. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely agree with that. And unlike college football, it's just about the W's. It's all about the wins to determine who gets in, where they get in, all of that kind of stuff. The college side, a little bit more complex. Always debates and discussions to be had, and that's where we're headed next. Stick with us. Outkick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we talked in the first hour, Clay, about the college football playoff, and neither one of us was surprised. We both kind of had this pegged in. This is exactly what we anticipated. I, I want to lead you in a different direction to start here because I, I didn't get to this in the first hour of the show, and that was, so Jimbo comes out on Saturday and says, we should be in, blah, 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 blah. And then I look at their schedule, and I don't even need to go down all of what they did. Their one loss was to number one in the country, and they got beat by four touchdowns. Notre Dame's one loss came to the number two team in the country, and they got beat basically by the same, just a few less points. It was 34-10 to 10 as opposed to 52-24, but the difference was four points. So you can look at those things that way. Here's the question I have for you to lead into all this, and then you can talk about all of these teams and how this sets up, but... When Florida lost to LSU, was that pretty much it for Texas A and M? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it made. I think there are a couple of things that hurt Texas A and M. You know, outside of the fact that they got blown out like they did by Alabama, losing by twenty eight um, in October. I think not getting to play against Ole Miss hurt them. Um, because it took them out of the top of mind and top of discussion in the same way that kind of happened to Cincinnati when they didn't play for a month. Any discussion about Cincinnati being a potential playoff team kind of vanished. And uh, so I think that in and of itself really did a uh, a tough uh, situation for them. And then I, I think you're right. When Florida lost, it undercut in a big way their number one win because I think if Florida had lost, uh, hadn't lost to, uh, to LSU and they had won by double digits as we anticipated would have happened, then the storyline coming out of that game against Alabama would have been, boy, Florida's really good. Right, because they would have hung forty six on Alabama. Right, they would have had a chance to actually win the uh, to win that game, and I think it would have helped Texas A and M to a large extent. But I think what A and M was running into, Jay Martin, and and in a big picture here situation, is television has not has lost a lot of money this year. Uh, because there have been a lot fewer games, a lot uh, lower viewership for as a result of total you know mass hours watched, 
And as a result, I think when you actually break it down, this is what television got, what television needed, which was four big, huge brands. Alabama against Notre Dame, even if Alabama's a 19-point favorite. Clemson against Ohio State, even if Clemson is nearly a touchdown favorite. And even if we're going to be likely to watch another Alabama-Clemson game in the postseason for the fifth time, like uh, appears to be very likely to occur, if all of that ends up happening, then television will at least have their audience. And so I think the biggest issue that A&M had was uh, certainly there were several different factors that could have helped them, but ultimately it was getting blown out by Alabama and the expectation being that they weren't that good. And then also not having a transcendent player. You know, a Kyle Trask, a Devontae Smith, a Trevor Lawrence, a Justin Fields, at least with that expectation, there was never really anybody that captured the nation's attention at A&M in a way that would make everybody pay a lot of attention to them. And again, if, if you could go back in time and you were you know, talking to Jimbo Fisher and you said, hey, what could make the most sense for you going forward? I think 9-1 to one helps them, and I think certainly if Florida's only two losses are Texas A&M and Alabama and both those games are close, it would have helped their resume as well. Yeah, and their resume, look, 17-12 to 12 to Vanderbilt, that hurt them. 28-14 uh, to 14 to even beating Mississippi State, that's not a good football team at all. I mean, look, they've won six games in a row by double digits in the SEC, which is hard to do. Uh, and, uh, and, and I think ultimately that kind of hung there on them. But, yes, they started very slow. And this goes to expectations. The expectation was after A&M barely beat Vanderbilt and was not very good against Alabama and got blown out was Jimbo Fisher's the most overpaid coach in college football. Mm-hmm. And the win over Florida helped to change that narrative, but I don't think it ever really changed the narrative. And so for a lot of people, A&M was a pretender. And even if you aren't a believer in Ohio State this year, you know that Ohio State won the title in their first year. A&M's never been there before. Uh, and I think that worked against them. So, uh, yeah, the Ohio State point's exactly where I think we need to go here now because if there's one thing that we have learned about 2020, it's that fairness has gone out the window. It's gone out the window not just in sports but in life. If you live in South Dakota, you've been able to live your life. If you've lived in Florida, you've been able to live your life. If you've lived in California, uh, there might be people outside your house right now in case you decide you want to walk to your mailbox. Like There's been a lot of differences across the board. So we knew going into the college football season it wasn't going to be fair. It wasn't going to be equitable outcomes, to say the least. And Ohio State played six games. Almost got beaten by Indiana. Didn't look good against Northwestern outside of Sermon, who I think just ran for another touchdown uh, in the background. But outside of that, like Ohio State wasn't particularly distinguished. Now, they were hit hard with COVID in terms of guys being out, but six wins, and then you do have to talk to a Texas A&M that played all SEC opponents and only has one blemish on that resume with eight victories over SEC. I mean, I understand their argument more so about Ohio State than anything else. Look, I think a lot of the college football playoff is about branding. 
And I think A&M has not branded itself as one of the elite members of the college football fraternity right now. And that is because historically they haven't been, right? They showed up for Johnny Manziel. They won uh, the Heisman Trophy with him. They had uh, a really, really good football team then. But I don't think that other than that, people buy into now the Notre Dame brand. They buy into Alabama, Clemson, certainly, and Ohio State. And ultimately, the big brands get an advantage over the Cincinnati's, over the, uh, frankly, Indiana's, over the Iowa State's. Um, All of those teams may be good, but college football uniquely, you have to prove to us that you're good. And And I've made this argument for a long time. College football is fundamentally different than college basketball. What makes college basketball and the NCAA tournament so phenomenal is the Cinderella. People are 100 billion percent against the idea of any Cinderellas existing in college football. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really kind of interesting to think about. Why do we buy into the idea in the NCAA tournament that anybody could win the championship, right? On any given game, any team can win six games in a row. Uh, when Virginia loses to, uh, to uh, whatever, Maryland, Baltimore County, if I'm remembering correctly, who beat yep. them, then people go ecstatic. They're, they're, they're joyful. They are filled with, uh, with glee. And, and yet, when you start to ask a question, hey, does Cincinnati deserve to be in the, uh, in the college football playoff or Coastal Carolina or BYU or any of these other schools, it's like immediately people become indignant. And, it, it, you know, I know it's different sports, basketball versus football, but it's college, right? Um, and yet in one, we are ecstatic about the way things break down. In the other, we find it to be totally unacceptable that an underdog could even get an opportunity to beat a favorite. Yeah, well, I think it has to do with the amount of teams in the tournament compared to what's allowed in college football. And then you get into the discussion of, and I, I think I think we're both on this same side, unless I'm mistaken, where the eight-team model where all the Power Five champions get in, one of the have-nots, the, the top-ranked have-not gets in, and then you have two that you can debate to get to eight. I think maybe that – I know you're always going to have a discussion about 9-10, you know, whatever like that, or who should be 8, but I think that that gives you the opportunity. But I think generally you can cheer for a Cinderella in college basketball because damn near everybody's going to get in anyway, and then you just, you're just you cheering for the tournament. And I also think that there's a perception, and at least it's my perception, that the difference between the talent and the level of football being played – in one of those conferences, particularly like an SEC, as opposed to what you're seeing from Liberty or Coastal Carolina or Central Florida, the difference between the haves and the have-nots to me is just gigantic in football compared to basketball. Maybe it's just because of the way the sport is played, how many people are on the field, what has to go right, all of those things. I just, For some reason, I've never seen it the same way in basketball, and I think it's just because we're cheering on a tournament where so many people are going to get in anyway. I'll tell you this, um, and, and that's an interesting argument. Alabama is favored over Notre Dame by 19 points which is not that much different than a one seed is typically favored over a 16 seed, mm. right? Yeah. In the NCAA tournament, yeah. there are you know a two versus a 15. A lot of those lines end up being 20 points, 19 points, 22 points, you know, in that vicinity. And so uh, 
I think what we have seen, and this is this is the larger issue with college football. First of all, I think they're going to go to eight, and I think they're going to go to eight next year because there's going to be such desperation uh, in many of these athletic departments to try to make up the money that they lost from this COVID year when uh, they weren't able to have crowds, when the donations were likely down in a big way. So I think that is uh, that there's a very high likelihood that we are going to see uh, see that take place, that end up happening, uh, and go to eight. But I think it's just going to reiterate how much of a gap there is between the very highest echelon of college football and the next level. And that, to me, is what the, turn, what the, uh, the, the playoff has created that I didn't necessarily anticipate, which is it's creating a cycle where the same teams are getting in the playoff over and over and over again, and that's leading to a cycle where they end up recruiting at an entirely different level because guys want to go play in the playoff, right? They want to contend for a championship, and the playoff has become bigger. And as a result, everything else in college football doesn't matter as much. And so I think one way to help that is to expand the overall playoff. But ultimately, you know, you go look at recruiting class rankings, and we had the early signing day on Wednesday. Alabama and uh, and Ohio State and Clemson yep. and you know Georgia yep. basically finish in the top five every year. And so, if you're a Georgia fan, you can fairly say, "Hey, what if we'd had JT Daniels playing earlier? Uh, why did we wait so long to bring him in at quarterback? What if Justin Fields had never actually transferred?" Uh, you know, there are lots of questions you can ask. I think that right quarterback can take you to the next level and make you a champion, but the difference between being elite and having all that four and five star talent winning, you know, nine or ten games a year and winning a championship is, as you saw with LSU last year, often just having the right quarterback at the right spot. And I think college football has become really a sport that's defined by two people, the head coach and the quarterback. Yeah even more so than anywhere else. And it used to be, you know, a guy like Nick Saban could win championships with A.J. McCarron or Jacob Coker, uh, these sort of journeyman, uh, game-managing style quarterbacks, Blake Sims. Uh, but now, now, yeah, McElroy, now Alabama, you know, Mac, uh, Mac Jones may win the, the Heisman. And before that, you had Tua. The Alabama perception of what's required out of the quarterback has fundamentally altered. Well, yeah, I mean, look, Jalen Hurts had to transfer because he wasn't as good a thrower. He wasn't quite as prolific. He wasn't as explosive as Tua was, even though Jalen Hurts only lost two games the entire time he was Alabama. So everything shifted. Another thing, and you said this in the first hour of the show, and I wanted to circle back to it in a different direction here, that you don't do like a preseason ranking at OutKick. And I think we've come to a point where if I'm one of the little guys, and I'm just, that's not to be disrespectful, it's just that's probably how they see themselves today. The Cincinnati's of the world, the Coastal Carolinas of the world, even the BYU's of the world, teams like that. I want an end to preseason polls because, in effect, it creates a hurdle I have to overcome before I ever even play because I'm never going to supplant Ohio State if they're in the preseason top three and they don't lose. Even if they don't lose impressively, they're not going to drop out. That's just not the way this system works, is it? No, and, and I think you're hitting on a, on a big issue, and that's why part of me thinks like the group of five should just stage their own playoff, uh, as opposed to trying to get into you know the, the group of six or the big six or whatever you want to call it. I mean, one of the storylines that I think continues to grow is every year the bowls matter less. 
right? And the bowls really don't make a a lot of sense at all in the first place. And I understand that, you know, you may want to play in a bowl game and you may want to play an additional game and, and all those factors that can be at play there. But in the grand scheme of things, uh, as you expand the playoff, the bowl games matter less and less. And they've never really made very much sense. I mean, they're sort of, uh, I would say, a vestigial organ of the college football universe. Like, why does college football have such incredible home field advantages? I mean, if you are a college football fan and you get the opportunity to go to South Bend or Tuscaloosa or uh, or the, the, into uh, into Columbus yeah. to watch, you know, just insert whatever team has the best home field advantage right now in your favorite conference, and what that experience of going on the road and being able to watch a game is like. Why would you then move everything to this antiseptic environment for the postseason in order to make the Bulls happy, right? To me, if college football goes to eight, it's a really easy solution, and it would further value the overall regular season to simply say, hey, we're going to play the first round of the college football playoff, one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five. We're going to do all that on campus. And, I look, if you look to the NFL, who knows a little bit of something about making money, if you look to the NFL, they only play one game every year at a neutral site, the Super Bowl. And the reason why they do that is because the Super Bowl is such a monumentally massive undertaking that it would be very hard uh, to play a game suddenly in Green Bay like the Super Bowl, right? I mean, uh, you've been to uh, a lot of the media events surrounding the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is like the Olympics almost. You know, the number of people that come into town, the number of hotel rooms you're going to need, all of those things. And so it's, uh, it's laughably absurd to think that you're going to be able to do that in many of the cities that would be theoretically playing host to those games. But that's the exception, right? In the NFL, every other game is about having home field advantage to get to the Super Bowl. I don't really have a problem with playing one championship game in a neutral site venue where you can control the weather like the NFL does for the most part, right? Like, hey, we're going to play a game in Florida or in Arizona or Southern California or Texas or inside of a dome where we know that the overall weather is going to be able to get things done. But in general, you know, like that's uh, that that is something that I think college football gets wrong. And I hope if they go to eight, they're going to go back to that home field advantage because it actually makes seating matter a bit more. And over the last two years, I do think seating has mattered a great deal because I think there's a pretty big drop off last year between Ohio State and Clemson and Oklahoma and LSU being the one seed and getting to play Oklahoma gave them an easier route. Now, I think they would have beaten whoever they played against because they were that good. And I also think Alabama against Notre Dame is an easier pathway than it would be uh, with potentially having to go through Clemson and Ohio State and beat both of those teams. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think that's I think that's right. I mean, this is to me, this is another Notre Dame team that's going to walk in and people are going to say kind things about them and they're going to get boat raced. I mean, we've seen this happen in the CFP before. I, I never thought you tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. Uh, it was Clemson, Ohio State and Alabama before the year in whatever order you wanted to put them in. And then there is a pretty substantial drop off. And then you get to whatever number four was. Because I even made the point, look, by the eye test, I'm not all that impressed with Texas A&M. But truthfully, I wasn't all that impressed with Notre Dame either. I mean, their other win was against North Carolina. 
who I, you know, they were overrated to say the least. And so I just looked at it and it's just like, there's three really good teams and then there's whatever you want outside of that. Yeah, look, uh, and again, I think that's the one advantage of the, uh, of the playoff, like, this year, COVID year, and we started off talking about this in the first hour of the program, I, th- I don't think we can praise the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 enough for finding a way to not only play their seasons, but to do it in a healthy way with fans present as well and crown legitimate champions. Uh, I think there are a lot of people out there who are saying, rolling their eyes at the idea that 4-2 Oregon is the Pac-12 champion. I think there are a lot of people still upset that Ohio State only had to win six games to be the Big Ten champion. I don't think there's anybody out there who's like, man, you you know who's not a legit champion? 11-0 and Alabama, who won 11 SEC football games. And I think the same thing is being said about uh, Oklahoma. You know, 8-2 uh, and two Oklahoma, or whatever it was that they finished, legitimate Big 12 champ, and certainly 10-1 and one Clemson coming back to beat uh, the, uh, the, the, the Notre Dame, the team that beat them. And by the way, we've talked a lot about Trevor Lawrence. Uh, interesting weekend yes. for Trevor Lawrence to go from uh, a guy who was, uh, you know, in a position where where now his team's in the playoff, but also where you're thinking he was going to go to the Jets, and there was lots of talk about, hey, is he going to go to New York or not? And suddenly, as people are waking up this morning and starting to look and think about the uh, the NFL draft, now very good chance he's going to be in Jacksonville and how that can change the trajectory of both of those franchises. Uh, but to me, and this is what we talked about in the first hour of the program as well, Every playoff selection is about balancing two conflicting at times ideas, best and most deserving. And it's easy when they come together. Alabama and Clemson were the best and also the most deserving. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes best is an Ohio State. But they're not necessarily the most deserving because they only played six games compared to everybody else playing 11. And how much easier is it to win six than it is to win 11? A lot easier. How much healthier is it? to win six instead of winning 11. A lot easier. And that's what I hear a lot of coaches talking about. Hey, when you go through 11 wars like Alabama did in the SEC, there are going to be a lot of casualties. There's a lot of guys that Alabama has lost that are not going to be as healthy as they would have been if they'd only had to play six games. And so, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I think it's hard to balance those out. And ultimately, if you're only concerned about the best teams, then why do you even play the season? Right, Because if you know right. already who the most talented teams are, well, we can just look at the recruiting class rankings, and I could have come in this season, and I could have said, hey, the four most talented teams in college football this year are Alabama, Georgia, uh, Ohio State, and Clemson. and Clemson, right? And so the only difference would be Notre Dame got in over Georgia. Right? I mean, yeah. but if we were just going to go entirely with talent, then Georgia's more talented than Notre Dame. But that's why you can't do that. You can't just go with best because the best teams have to prove that they're deserving of playing for a championship. And, you know, look, the thing about the college football season is it's hard to win every game. You can ask Ohio State fans about Purdue. You can ask Ohio State fans about Iowa. Ohio State's better than Purdue, they're better than Iowa. They got run in both of those games on the road with crowds present. Would Ohio State have gone 11-0 and in the Big Ten this year? I don't know. They might have slipped up against somebody. We know Alabama did it. We know that Clemson was basically perfect with Trevor Lawrence. And so those teams are extremely deserving. 
Uh, if I had been making my choice, I probably would have left Ohio State out and put in the teams that played whole games, uh, whole schedules close to it, uh, over putting Ohio State in. That's not a shot against Ohio State. Nobody fought harder for the Big Ten to come together than I did. But ultimately, I think the number of games has to factor in in a big way. And uh, with Ohio State, it, it really didn't end up hurting them in any way to only play six football games. And that just feels fundamentally hypocritical to me because for the last five or six years of the playoff, we've said to Notre Dame every year, well, we can't give Notre Dame the credit because they didn't play a conference championship game. They only played 12, and everybody else played 13. And now we're giving Ohio State all that credit, and they only played six, and every other team in the college football playoff played 11. Again, it's like, hey, you guys go play 10 games. We, we assume they're going to win the other four, so we're just going to ask them to play six, but they're going to get into the playoff. It's, it's, it's definitely a tough argument to make. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installed near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Clay, I saw this, and I wanted to make sure we talked about it before we talked about either the good or bad of what's happened to your fantasy team and, in effect, the cruise bonus structure here for this year. But uh, I said, you know, you're down in Orlando, you're surprising the kids and all this, and I saw that some of our some of our finest, honestly, some of our best ended up with some tickets to the Titans game because of you. Well, yeah, look, it's a small thing, but uh, we are down in Orlando um, – We've had a really good time here at Universal Studios. Uh, the kids have loved the Harry Potter world. We surprised them. So uh, I mentioned this on Friday's show uh, that uh, that we were flying down Friday afternoon. So we've been down here. I'm going to be down a few more days. And so I won't. we have a special that's running on Christmas Day. So some of you will hear from me then. But then I think you and Jeff Schwartz are in for the rest of the week, right? Actually, it's going to be Jonas Knox in. I actually have to work every day here in Nashville. So Jeff's going to be in with jonas on tuesday wednesday and thursday this week all right so they are hosting the show on tuesday wednesday and thursday my bad there but uh so i want to tell everybody to have a great christmas happy holiday season um we'll be back next week uh i will be and you'll hear a best of show on friday and then jonas and jeff will be in tuesday wednesday thursday but um we were down here in orlando and i had tickets for the lions titans game and uh, my family would have gone to that game and uh on sunday uh, I the Titans and a lot of other NFL teams, I imagine as well. Though I'm not a season ticket holder there, so I don't know how easy it is to to share tickets. Uh, but um, I uh, went on social media and said, "Hey, like to give my family's four tickets to somebody who is either of a military background." or someone who is in law enforcement, um, just as a small thank you uh, for everybody out there with those jobs. And look, I know there are a lot of people with difficult jobs, uh, you know, that are uh, forward-facing and and put through challenges. Uh, But I just want to say thanks to those guys. So uh, we had a lot of responses, and obviously I only had four tickets, uh, but uh, I was uh, happy to be able to send uh, a few uh, members of uh, our military, uh, both past and present, to, uh, to be able to watch that game. And they saw a pretty good game, uh, entertaining uh, Titans offensive performance, but uh, it's a very small gesture on my part, but I was happy to do it. And again, I just want to thank so many people out there who as we come up on the holiday season, which will be a different holiday season than, than many have been in the past. I know there's a lot of people away from their families. I know there's a lot of people who are uh, who are allowing us to have the freedoms that we do every single day and put their lives on the line for us. Uh, and uh, I appreciate you guys. I know a lot of you are listening right now and i appreciate everything you're doing i hope you and your family have great christmas great holidays uh and uh that like i said was just a small gesture that uh that i could help out with 
Yeah, well, look, small gesture, but still a gesture and, and one that is well-earned and well-deserved uh, by our servicemen and our, and our guys in law enforcement. My broadcast partner here in Nashville, Ramon Foster, uh, he always says, give people their flowers while they're here. Meaning yeah. you don't know exactly whether what's going to happen in the future. So when you have the opportunity to give somebody props, to do something nice for somebody, you do it now. You don't you don't procrastinate. And so I looked at that and I immediately was just like, well, I got to talk to you about that, uh, at least before we get to this, because I, I don't know all of the details of this. Maybe you can quickly tell me, but the fantasy team and a lot of money on the line for Danny G and Roberto and Dub. How has this all shaken out? And I'm glad that my bonus was not attached to it a few years ago. So I gave these guys an opportunity. Um, I'm in a high-end fantasy football league, and we uh, we won last week. Potentially could win up to thirty thousand dollars. First place thirty thousand. Second place fifteen. Third place ten. Fourth place five. And so I said to those guys, hey, would you like to risk your Christmas bonuses? You could end up with nothing, but we could end up with potentially $30,000 as well. This was a monster game. And our team put up 186.5 points. Uh, And to put that into perspective, the other side of the challenge, the winning side put up 153 points. So if we'd been playing in the other game, we would have won by 33 points. Our opponent came out of nowhere and scored over 200, uh, and so we ended up losing. So we're now in the third-place game. They can win 5000 or 10000 but the $30,000 first-place and the $15,000 second-place game are officially off the table. Oh. And we texted about this all day, you know, basically Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, because there were games going on all those days. We racked our brains about who we should start, what we should do. And in the end result, when your opponent puts up over 200 points, I don't think there's any combination of, uh, of decisions we could have made hardly that would have put us in a position to win. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been fun, but, uh, but the guys are not going to win 30 or 15K. Tough, man tough you hate to see it that's that's what happens you live and die by fantasy all right clay merry christmas to you man enjoy the remainder of the week i had a blast at universal i'm sure your family is is having a good time but uh enjoy a few days yeah let me tell you this too because a lot of people wondering about you know potentially going to amusement parks or whatever else uh i brought my family down we've had a fantastic time there are lots of people uh in the parks not like they're totally empty uh but uh, we have had a fantastic time my kids have we surprised them and uh orlando is is open you know whether it's disney world whether it's universal studios and uh i think it's important and i've i've been saying this for a long time that if you are uh if you're healthy and uh you're able to help keep the economy rolling i think that's uh, important to do whether it's going to a football game well, like i've been doing and uh now i've got my family down here for uh, amusement parks and uh and again, we've had a great time, but I appreciate all of you out there. I hope you have a great Christmas, great holiday, and uh, I will be back Friday with a best of. But until then, I uh, hope you enjoy Jonas Knox and Jeff Schwartz on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. All right, Clay, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to all of you guys as well. It's always fun to be here in the Outkick chair. Tomorrow, Jeff and Jonas will have the helm. 
Until then, uh, same outkick time, same outkick channel in the morning. For Clay Travis, I'm Jason Martin. This has been Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 